home building and remodeling show. Let's go. Welcome everybody to the home building and remodeling show. My name is Chris Kirby and I'll be your host. I am the owner of three construction companies on the Alabama Gulf Coast. The show is about residential construction. We're going to cover topics of home building and remodeling. Are you thinking of doing a remodel or building a home? Are you a contractor looking to improve your knowledge base or grow your business? Have you ever done a remodel project or built a home? There were so many things you wish you knew or that you could have done differently during the process. Then this show is for you. We break down the process of building and remodeling and how to have the best results during your project. Whether you're a DIYer looking for tips, someone looking to hire a contractor to do a project, or a contractor looking to expand your knowledge base or your business. Welcome aboard. Glad to have you. Stay tuned. We kick off the show with my thoughts on home building and remodeling. I'll share best practices and talk about some of our experiences in business and out in the field. These shared thoughts and lessons learned are meant to help you on your very own journey. Let's go. I did 20 years in the Navy. And so the way that we run our company is a little bit different than some construction companies. We focus on home building, custom home building, and residential remodeling. And most of my team, most most of the employees are on the remodeling side and we run teams, two to three man crews that they go out and they do uh, kitchen and bath remodels or whole home remodels. Most of them's background is in flooring or tile installation or trim carpentry. And then we have our what we call apprentices um, and it is kind of a military style. So when I bring in somebody as an apprentice, it could be, you know, 18 year old off the street that comes in he interviews with us and I'm going to hire him as an apprentice one and uh, every thousand hours they they not only do they get a pay bump but they are now an apprentice two an apprentice three and then they become uh, remodeling journeymen and you know and then you become a, a master remodeler and that comes with time and, and tracking those hours and we've implemented that here because that it's really not a thing for remodelers. So plumbers go out and they have to document hours and track hours and get in a certain amount of hours under a certified plumber or a master plumber. And uh, so there was nothing like that for remodelers. And remodelers typically are the ones that do the tile work and the trim work and different things like that. You know, trim carpenters and tile installers, uh, floor installers. And, and so our company, we do whole home remodels. We do bathrooms. We do kitchens. And so we bring those those young men and women in as apprentices and and then they level up and they're learning and growing with our company and they're w-2 employees so we don't do um 1099 they are w-2 employees and we're still growing that employee base that's the way i felt i wanted to grow my company in the way that uh, i wanted to make pay transparent i wanted when they walk in the door I wanted them to be able to see their path laid out. Now, at a certain point, they can choose to stay in that master remodeler lane because, believe me, I want to pay them well to be master craftsmen. I want to pay them well to be out in the field. So I encourage that by 
I pay more for the people out in the field than I do the people in the office. And it really depends on job scope. And that's because I we make money off of the remodelers back. We make money off of the people out in the field. And so I take care of them. I give them their paid time off. I give them vacation time. I give them health benefits, dental benefits. I We have a 401k and those things happened over time. So we supply all of that because they're out in the field working hard and your overhead doesn't happen without the production side. So if they're not out there producing, you're not making money. I want those top level producers. I want those craftsmen to enjoy what they do and want to stay out in the field and work. And then if not, there are advancement opportunities. There's estimators and assistant project managers and project managers, um, crew leads and assistant crew leads. And those opportunities are there as well. However, there's a management track and then there's the um, craftsman track and you can stay at the craftsman track. Not everybody is built for estimating and sales and project management. And so that's why I offer basically that, that two lane path for any apprentice that comes in. And now we move into shop talk. It's the portion of the show where I bring in a co-host and we cover trending topics in home building and remodeling. Hope you enjoy. Let's go. How do you feel about the strength of the industry right now? How many estimates did you do you I know you just kind of jumped back to that side, but you know, how many estimates are you doing in the kitchen and bath world right now? I had told her to kind of leave me at five or six a week. Yeah. But if you, okay. And, and, and every, that's, that's everything I go to is either kitchen and bath. So and most so, of them are kitchen and bath. Like they want both of them. Yeah. So there's something that you said that stuck out and people are like, what do you mean? Keep me at. So we don't just do estimates all day, every day. Right. Right. We, we schedule our estimates and you know, how many days a week are you doing right now? Um, pretty much any day except for Thursdays. Okay. And, you know, this is something that we, we learned a long time ago was if you go and do estimates every single day, it's hard for you to take time and sit and write them. Right. Right. And not only that, but when you're doing your estimate, it's, it's not just cut and dry every time. For no, the no. most part, you're having a look at sizes. And earlier when I walked back there, you actually had the the Schluter book open and you were looking at, right. so what, you know, why does, why is it important? And for any business owner or construction company owner, contractor, why is it important to set aside and not just always run and gun and stack as many estimates in as you can? Why do you feel like we do that? And why do you prefer to have that, that office day? To be able to be more thorough um, helps me eliminate any issues as in like things that I can miss. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I like to go through and look at all the pictures while I'm doing it just to, cause sometimes you don't realize it, but you might be taking something out and there was an outlet there uh-huh. and you didn't even notice it. You know what I mean? But now you need to be able to figure in to move the electrical out of the way or something like that. So you know you're I mean? always taking pictures. Yes. Yeah. And, and the importance of that, just like what you said, 
when you go to your estimate, you're sitting down, talk, you meet the client, and you're going to talk to them. And some of them like to talk a lot. Yeah, because right? they're going to spit out a lot of information all at once. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're kind of like... And you're trying to trying capture to keep it. up with yeah. it. And you're looking at the same time. Yeah. And then you go back after everything I wrote down, I start asking questions about this and that. And know? that's where, you know, when I was doing it, that I was always meet the client, walk through with them, right? Tom, if Tom, you know, if they had to be out really quick, then it was a little tougher, but I would always walk through and take notes as they were talking. And then I would at the end say, Hey, I need to go back through and do my right. pictures. And that's really where the meat of, of everything comes from. Because once you like what you do, once you get back to the office and you start looking at all your pictures, you start seeing, oh, I didn't notice that switch. Right. And, you know, just kind of in your head, start going through, I wonder if that, that wall's load-bearing, all the different details, yep. right? And you need time for that. Yes. But, so, yes, you can r- come up with a number, a rough number, fairly quickly, given your experience. You know right. what I mean? A guest bathroom in the same model type of home over and over. You understand rough costs. But the details, right? It's different every time, and there's something, it's inevitable that almost every job we have some sort of, you know, delay for one reason or another, and so it's not just cut and dry. So taking the time, thinking through it, looking at pictures, uh, so like doing estimates every single day if you're always out in the field doing them, you don't have the time to come back and sit and think and and write them up. Um, Okay, well, uh, Adam you know, was doing project management for a long time and he still helps run uh, Kirby Custom Renovations and he's uh, now helping out with the estimating again just so we can complete the process. Here we're always, you know, um, promoting people and, and trying to level up and and part of you going back and forth between project management and estimating is the challenge of consistency. So what we didn't want to do in our company is we didn't want to have a brand new estimator when you already had all right. the tools, right? And so now you can help run the company. And then, you know, our estimator uh, moved over to the home building home side. Building. Yeah. And now he's a construction superintendent on the home build side. And we needed that consistency. And you are already running it as the project manager. And a lot of times the people in the field, the construction people, team, guys and girls, it's easier for them to run construction than it is to learn that admin side, that estimating side. And realistically, the difference for us these days is not only do you take the time and you just have more knowledge of process, but talk about some of the things that we're doing to hand over the job because you're the estimator, but you're not out there actually doing the work. Right. So the way we're doing things now is after a job gets accepted, um, I'm trying to take David out um, as soon as possible to go ahead and get, you know, his foot in the door with the client as well. And let him meet. And and, and that's our project manager. Talk through it, um, go through everything I went through with the client and that kind of helps put a second set of eyes on things too. Um, like a job that we started this week, me and him, I didn't estimate it, but me and him went to do the walkthrough last week with um, the crew lead. Yeah. And we both, I mean, started 
finding things that were missed. Yeah. You know what I mean, cause yeah. it's easy. I mean, it's, and it's easy to do, but, um, so like in a room, we're making it a new laundry pantry yeah. area and we're building a, a wall to create a hallway because it's kind of like a office style. It's wide open room. And then there's a bedroom on the backside. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to build a wall and put an entry door to make it its own room. And, um, you know, we noticed there's no, the AC is going to be where the, you're going to cut it off. So we got to relocate, uh, the ceiling fan. If we build the wall, the blades are going to be clipping the new wall. So we got to move that over. Yeah. Um, just, you know, and it, it always helps just bringing somebody else in to put some more eyes on it because when you're there doing your estimate, there's a lot going on. You got somebody talking the whole time and you know, you're trying to, so basically we're putting, so from the initial call, I kind of right, got away from that, but you no, know, no, that's no. What, it is because, you know, from the initial call, the estimator will set up, you know, the, the office manager sets you up for an appointment. You go out, let's just say a week later, you do the estimate, right? You're walking through, taking pictures, you come back, they say, Oh, I like that number. And they accept, well, there's uh, a four or five month lag between yeah. so any, a company like ours yeah. where we're booked out you know it may be four months before we start the job and typically what we do is we get a um, deposit and we order material so our our logistics manager our materials clerk they may be reaching out and asking questions about materials but other than that they, they don't got, have no eye to eye contact or anything so right it helps for us to get over there as quick as possible that way you know, David can establish a relationship with them and, you know, and do what you just talked about too, though, is so now you've got the estimator who went out and looked at the job and talked with the client. Now we're bringing back the the project manager who is going to look at the job again, meet the client and be the eyes on site when the construction starts. But uh, he also gets to look around and say, wait, did you say we were doing this? Hey, did you realize that you estimated for this, but we can't do it because of X, Y, Z. I don't know if you noticed, right? right? And then you work out those details with the client, and you've heard what the client said now about what they expect. Mm-hmm. Now the project manager has heard what the client says about what they expect. And then a week before, right, yep. the week before, the week what before do we do? before, we take the actual crew lead that's going to be running the job and walk him back through and let him know everything that we've all discussed. And that way everybody's on the same page. They know what they're expecting and we know what they're expecting. So, and and they have now communicated it three times. Right. Mm -hmm. And before we weren't doing that, we were kind of bypassing the project manager and, you know, you sat in that seat where, you know, uh, we would win, we'd win the job and then go four months and yep, all the materials are here. It's time to start the job. And we would be lucky if we even had the time to take the crew leader right. sometimes. So realistically, you know, you go four months. Or if we did do the walkthrough, we didn't have the estimator. So we weren't quite all on the same yeah. page, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it does make for a pain when the client is, you know, expecting something and you as the estimator you're in their house 30 minutes maybe an hour and then you're done and you you don't see the job right you know for four months and then the crew lead walks in they start demo and they're like a lot of stuff's not 
You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, and so we're trying to improve, and, and that's a part of what we do at the Home Building and Remodeling Show is tell our story so people with those types of experiences can hopefully learn something. But we'll dig in a little bit more next time, man. As always, I appreciate you coming yeah, on man. and uh, telling us about what you've got going on and, and helping us out. So until next time, we'll see you. All right. Now we're going to move into the portion of the show where we talk interior design. We're going to bring in an interior designer and we're going to talk trending design and products. Hope you enjoy. Let's go. Um, but yeah, so have an interior designer come in and, and make all these selections to make your life easier, Yes, but also so it'll sell quicker. Yeah. So you but- don't want to sit on that property. Yes, that piece, but also, like you said, some stuff that makes sense. But, you know, we are investors. We're not interior designers. Right. So there is a point where if you're thinking something looks good, I can tell you now my team, uh, mm-hmm. our team of interior designers, they let me know when stuff does not look good all the time, probably more than y'all should, but it's okay. Uh, But no, so that is another benefit to it though, that as an investor, you may make the wrong choice. You Mm -hmm. may make the wrong selection that doesn't make sense. It makes sense to you because you're an investor. You're looking at properties. You may have some experience in flipping and stuff. So, you know, some basics, but having a professional design, help with layout, help with uh, selections and putting the right stuff in the house as a, as even as a realtor, it's going to go further because what you envision for the comps, the investor has to make that align with the design of the home, right? So when you're running comps, it's the after repair value. Well, the after repair value is based on comparable homes in the area. Well, as an investor, we don't, we don't know all of those details. Right. So you can say, look, here's what other homes have. And as the interior designer, you can say, this is what we need to put in. And not only because it makes sense for the comps, but, but it looks good compared to what, you know, and have you ever run into that? Like, have you run into where you have worked with a flipper or an investor and and they're not making the right choices? Like, you're like, eh, that's an iffy, you know, color on the wall or anything like that. Have you have you seen that? Yeah, I mean, I've seen him and I'm, you know, I've walked into properties, you know, showing other, you know, clients myself and, you know, they they put a shiny picture on the description and <laughs> yeah. and, and then you walk in the door and it's... um you know, I mean, placement of walls and bright colors and just, you know, you want to be trendy, but not too trendy. But, you know, you walk into some and you're like, oh, that's the deal breaker. So I'm glad you said that. So, you know, and it just so as an investor, you know, it is smart to have a professional even evaluate and help you come up with a game plan before mm-hmm. you get started. Because like you said, once it's done, it's done. It's done. And so you, as a real estate agent walking in with a client, you're like, ooh, you know. And yep. so you actually can hurt hurt the value of the property by making the wrong choice, the mm-hmm. wrong decision, selection, layout, stuff like that. But whereas if you if you have somebody like yourself, an interior designer, you know, a good contractor, a good realtor, 
um, those things can help you sell, make the right decisions, um, and, and get the work done properly as well. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So it's definitely a team effort, you know, there's, you know, I've been in a lot of properties to where it's like a Mona Lisa from a distance. It looks, it looks good. Sure. But when you're looking up close at like actual finish work, you know, I've walked in and simple things of, of paint, like paint makes a huge difference. Sure. Like absolutely. Just that alone. Like you come in, it looks crisp and clean. It looks new. Yeah. Um, but you know, I've walked in properties where they didn't even clean the property and they painted over dirt and they painted over dust Ooh. and you're seeing the clumping and all these weird things. And it's just like, you wasted your time. Yeah. And, but all those things matter. I mean, from, who you're working with to do all the renovations sure. and who's running it and the realtor and the designer. I mean, collectively we need to work together and make sure that it is a clean finished product because yeah, ultimately you, you're going to sit, it's going to sit. You want to have a team and that's, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, I go back to that word turnkey, but as an investor, your bottom line is you want to make money off the deal. Oh, right. Right. You mm-hmm. want to, not only do you want to make money off the deal, but you don't want it to be time consuming, heavy lifting for mm-hmm. your part, yep. especially if you're out of town or you're unable to visit the property quite frequently and uh, you don't want to be a general contractor. Right. You need a team. So where you are a realtor, mm-hmm. uh, we have an interior design team. We have a construction team, right? right. We have um, engineers and we have just people that can make the entire deal possible and putting all of the all of the pieces together in the beginning, putting everybody in the room at the same time up front to talk through that, right? Because it's important to the vision that needs to be there, but like the the realtors is the start of that vision because you know what the comps look like, right. and so you can say here is what needs to be done, and then the designer says, okay, now I know what needs to be done. Let's talk about the vision from the interior design perspective. Mm-hmm. Let's start making drawings, yada, yada. And then the contractor is going to do the work, but they've got to pull permits. They've mm-hmm. got to have engineer drawings. Those things are all things that we can provide turnkey. So when when you're looking to do this and when you're looking at a property, make sure that those key people are the right people to work with, right? Your contractor, your realtor, and then take it a step further and do hire an interior designer because they provide so much. They are your eyes and ears. So Christy and I talked about this on one of the podcasts, but Mm -hmm. the interior designer uh, is, is a mediator really is what it is. Your job is to keep, you present a vision to a client Mm -hmm. as an investor you should present a vision to that investor. And the investor's like, looks good. They're excited. Well, then from there, your job is to make selection to keep the vision intact. So you're acting as a mediator. And when the contractor, one of our companies, they say, Mm -hmm. hey, listen, uh, we're not able to move that wall uh, without an engineer or, you know, we can move it, but you have to put a column right there. Right. Right. And some of those things you don't know in the beginning, it's Mm -hmm. just a rendering. But once you rip open and do the demo, you're like, oh, got to have a column. The engineer isn't going to budge. He says there's got to be something supporting it. Well, having an interior designer involved, you now just pivot. 
You say, okay, here's the original drawing. Now I've got to have the column. Let's make this work. Here's the new vision. You see what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, And those are things that without a team like that, you're doing on your own. Oh, for sure. I mean, and then you you have wasted time. I mean, you're going to sit there and kind of, you know, spin your wheels and yeah. what should I do? And, and, you know, being out in the market and me being in just so many homes. Yeah. Um, I know like a feel for what people are looking for. Sure. Thanks for joining us today. As always, we are grateful for our listeners and your continued support. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media via Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Get more info at our website, www.thehomebuildingshow.com. And as always, remember who we are, the Home Building and Remodeling Show. Remodeling Show.